Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Chris, and today, well, we have a dream day. It's pouring rain. Uh, well, it was, and uh, I've been down on the beach. I did a whole 40-minute podcast for everybody today, a beautiful one, and then found out that the microphone that I was using, the earphone and everything, was uh, corrupted. It's got a break in the cable somewhere, and all you got was the, a combination of Chris whistling and uh, and a muffled sound in the back of the uh, phone. So uh, here we go again. Take two. <laughs> Yesterday, I uh, I drive my car every two weeks, uh, once every two weeks, and I drive it on a Friday over to meet a client in North Sydney, and I try to put three or four appointments together, and, and because the weather was good uh, yesterday, I uh, went down to the car that hadn't moved for 10 days. I uh, uh, realised that the, the windscreen was rather muddy and uh, it had been parked under a tree and I gave the windscreen a wipe with the windscreen wipers. A very unwise thing to do given the amount of hot, cold, rain, snow, sleet, bugs, um, uh, concrete cutting and goodness knows what that's taken place around the car, the windscreen wiper was stuck to the windscreen, and as I turned it on and gave it a, a flick, it exploded off the off the car and landed on the footpath. Lucky for me, it was a beautiful morning, and so I trottled off. Uh, I got out, picked it up, uh, trottled off to my appointment at six o'clock in the morning, and everything was fine. Windscreen wiper in the on the back seat. After my appointment, I had another appointment, so I did two uh, face-to-face coaching sessions yesterday, which is nice to come back into the real world, and then I uh, had another appointment across back across the Harbour Bridge from North Sydney into Centennial Park to meet somebody again face-to-face at 9.30. Just before I left North Sydney, I got a, a text and a call to say, could I move the appointment to 10.30? And I went, yeah, sure, no problem, because I have a 12 anyway in the park. And so uh, it, it was it was easy and convenient. On the way across the bridge over there, I thought to myself, gee, the, 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 the garage that does the maintenance on my car is only five minutes away from Centennial Park. So why don't I go, as per my schedule, across there at about 9.30 from North Sydney and... Um, and get them to put the uh, uh, fix the windscreen wiper. And uh, on this beautiful, sunny, gorgeous morning, um, I thought twice about it. I thought, oh, well, I don't really need the windscreen wiper on. Maybe I can do it myself later on. Anyway, as luck would have it, I went. And they came out and they looked. Oh, they said, it's all broken. You have to get a new one. I said, fine. Ten minutes later, they'd fixed it. I said, can you do the other one just in case it's on ready to break on this poor old, my free car? Um, and so they did, and I drove to Centennial Park, met my 10.30 client, my 11, uh, my 12 o'clock client, as about uh, 15 minutes to 12, the the world got dark, Armageddon came over, the clouds got thick, it got dark and dark, it was like midnight in Centennial Park, and I went, I quickly rang uh, my client said, look, it's no use catching up face-to-face in this uh, environment. There's going to be a thunderstorm. There's going to be lightning and there's going to be rain and it's not safe. So we agreed to do it by uh, by car. And f- at, at five past 12, uh, five minutes after we would have been walking around the park, it op- the skies open and down it thundered. 
and all the people ran away from Centennial Park to get in their cars and drive off. So there's a massive traffic uh, uh, chaos in, inside Centennial Park and, and, and outside as it eventually turned out, which is where I went. And the bottom line of all this is that if uh, I hadn't had that windscreen wiper fixed uh, on the way back from North Sydney, if my client hadn't have moved the appointment, if I hadn't uh, finally decided to go and get the damn thing fixed straight away and not do it myself, uh, I'd be still uh, this morning in Centennial Park waiting for the rain to stop so I could even move the car, let alone go to a closed workshop because they don't work Saturdays and, uh, and not be able to get my windscreen wiper fixed. Life is a miracle. And I think from time to time, it's great to see that even the worst things that happen to us can be defined as miraculous. Let's flip the coin. Let's go back. Let's go back to driving across the Harbour Bridge when I say to myself, I really love to spend some time with my Lepalese cafe and go and have a beautiful Nepalese chai tea just near Centennial Park. And I said, oh, I'll fix the windscreen wiper myself. Let's just say I went down that path. I had therefore no windscreen wiper on the car. And therefore, at 12 o'clock when I cancelled my appointment and I started to move the car uh, and the rain came, uh, uh, visibility was zero. And it thundered down so hard, I would not have been able to move. The, the car would have been frozen in space. Let's just say that happened. Well, there's a bonus to that too. Maybe I would have had a car accident had I, uh, if, if I, if I went down, if that had happened, maybe by stopping and not being able to move the car and having to leave it in the park and walk home, after the rain uh, settled down a little bit, I, I, I might have avoided uh, a really bad incident. And that's how I would have looked at it. I would have looked at it as a blessing, no matter which way the cookie crumbled. I think uh, a part of inner wealth, and what I've uh, spoken to many people about, is this conflict between inner wealth and outer wealth. And it's really important to understand the, the, the huge difference. Inner wealth is grateful for what is, no matter what it is. So inner wealth means I want what I've got. I want nothing, I need nothing, and therefore I have everything. It's a fantastic and classic uh, Buddhist koan meditation. It's a belief that where you are is a miracle. What you've got is miraculous and to be thankful and grateful for things as they are, for you with your hangover or you with your uh, overweight tummy or you with your not perfect job or you with your rowdy children or you with the COVID lockdown, this is a blessing. And finding the blessing in things, no matter how disproportionate they are from your expectation, this is the mastery. This is the genius of inner wealth. Because if you don't appreciate what you've got, you lose it. And so most illness and most uh, mental health comes from the greed of wanting what we haven't got. Which is the secret to outer wealth. Because outer wealth, which we all want, 
We want to achieve things. We want to give things. We want to donate things. We want to celebrate things. We want to party. We want to build careers. We want more money. We want a bigger house, a better car. We want to pay the bills. We want to be safe. We want all these things of material that require material structure around us. We don't want to be living hand to mouth off the street with a hand out begging for alms like a monk who's living in the spiritual inner wealth world and therefore have no control, no power in the outer world. We do want this outer world. And the outer world is the opposite to the inner world. Inner wealth is built on I need nothing, I want nothing, and therefore I have everything. In other words, I'm grateful for what I've got as it is. Rowdy kids, sore foot, people on the nose, constipation, whatever. I want what I've got. The outer world is built on wanting what I haven't got. And so the discontent that the outer world breeds is ambition. And you'll read it over and over again is in the Buddha's four, the four arms or the four sentiments of Buddhism. The first one is, all suffering is caused by desire. Well, that's true. Absolutely true. But all success, all wealth, all ambition, all uh, romance, all family, all money, all jobs, all things are built on desire. So the outer world builds into itself in the appetite for more, more environmental safety, more uh, 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 reductions, more reductions in carbon emissions, more uh, consciousness around the use of water, more uh, discernment around garbage dis- uh, separation and recycling and more car, more bus, more things. We want more more, and we want more uh, of the things we think are good. It's this word more is at the, at the heart of the concept of desire. And yet in the Buddhist teachings, desire is the root of all human suffering. And so what is the remedy? What is the remedy? If we are going to live in the real world and we are going to have jobs and we're going to therefore be asked to want more because anybody who sits in a state of contentment with their outer world is in stagnation. And anything, as you know, that stagnates, that's, that doesn't circulate, that's happy with what it's got, anything in the outer world that is content with what it's got in other words, starting to score itself nines out of tens in the VIP cycle, stagnates and gets a boot in the ass from nature because any tree that stops growing, that stops expanding its growth rings, is dead. If you look up the paper in the morning and your name's in the obituaries, you've got a problem. <laughs> so the outer world is built on greed and growth. More, 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 more. The inner world is built on nothing to do with that topic. The inner world, inner wealth, is built on a dire ability to appreciate things the way they are. Now, you go to work and you're sitting there and someone walks in the door and gives you the total shits. Your boss or, or one of your people in your team and they give you the shits. They 
push you or they pull you or they uh, don't do what you expect them to do and they make you pissed off. And you're sitting there and go, well, which, uh, at this T intersection, when you wake up every single morning, this T intersection, you go, when somebody pisses me off today, when something doesn't go as I expect, which direction will I travel? Will I travel in the direction of fixing it? In other words, more, more leadership, more control, more uh, uh, complicity, more uh, uh, more peace of mind? Do I go down the, the more road? Or do I go round down the other road, which is not the opposite? The opposite to, to the more road, which is the outer wealth, the opposite to that is nothing to do with more or less. The opposite to the more or less path is seeing beauty in things as they are. Somebody walks in the door and they go and they piss you off. You sit there going, huh, well, let's apply the universal laws to this. They pissed me off. Well, at the same moment that someone's pissing me off, someone must be pleasing me. Can I see the balance? Oh, there it is over there. At the same time as someone's pissing me off, threatening my expectations of them, maybe I'm pissing myself off because nobody does to me more than I'm doing to myself. So maybe that person is the gift of a mirror into which I'm looking and I don't like what I see. Maybe that person who's pissing me off is telling me to back the fuck down. Maybe they're giving me an angelic symbol of a, uh, like my windscreen wiper or, or a, 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 a blessing and I just don't want to hear it because I'm so stuck in the outer wealth, more wealth. So there's a million things, ways, where we can uh, see the inner wealth uh, alternative to the outer wealth alternative. And every single time we make a decision in life about what we want to do, like crossing the harbour bridge in my car, going, should I fix the windscreen wiper or just appreciate the way that it is with no windscreen wiper and just be in the now? And I chose the more path. I chose not more park, <laughs> the more path. I chose the path of I want more car, I want more functionality. I'm not going to count my blessings of having a broken windscreen wiper. I chose the right hand route and at the T intersection rather than be satisfied with what I've got. Why? Because it was easy. It was flow. It was it just it was the way it was meant to be. In other words, the 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 right hand path and the left hand path, it really wasn't an argument. It it I wasn't antagonized or uh or pushed or threatened by this situation into a state of emotional uh, or mental calamity. But if it had been something more serious or something uh, that crossed the Harbour Bridge where I had to decide, should I uh, cancel all my meetings and go and do this? and Or do I n not cancel all my meetings and go and do that? This would have been more of a headache and I would have had to make a T-intersection decision, go left or go right, uh, the inner wealth or the outer wealth. The, the the problem becomes when you don't have you don't give yourself the choice to know that you have a choice of deep sleep, peace of mind, 
lack of alcohol necessity, great smile, warm day, good-heartedness, no matter what. In other words, to know that that space is available to you 24-7, that's your inner wealth. Now, it's easy to go down the right-hand path because everybody else does. Complain, complain, complain about what they haven't got. They haven't got all things under control. They haven't got exactly the car they want. They haven't got the health they want. And they complain about it. But the complaining and the complaining is essential because that's what builds out of wealth. Our complaints result in goals. We go, I haven't got something, I'll set a goal to get it. That's a complaint. And this is a nice complaint. We can say that's a positive complaint. But we also, you can't have the positive without the negative, you know that. If we're going to complain about what we want that's positive, we also will be left uh, with opinions about things, complaining about the negative that we can't change, fix or alter. So the outer wealth world needs to be, uh, as we try to do with the inner wealth work, we leave the outer wealth and we say a balanced person in the outer world is balanced in all seven areas of life rather than the clumsy old T-model Ford approach to life, which is work-life balance. We are past it. We, we, are, we have total human awareness in the material world, in the outer world. And we say total human awareness means I'm balanced in my relationship, it's good and bad. I'm balanced in my work, it's good and bad. And I'm balanced in my uh, health, it's good and bad. And I'm balanced in my finances, they're good and bad. And I don't go to work and get pissed off with work and come home and wanting my relationship to be better than it needs to be. This is like loading the donkey with loads and lo and and in this case the donkey is relationships at home. You load that donkey too heavily, it's going to collapse. And if your work is shit, you need to actually sort out the balance at work at work. And if you're coming home from work tired, it's because something's going wrong at work. It's not about coming home from work tired and then saying to the family, "I you are my compensation." You are my balancing act. You, are, you have to give me space and kindness and gentleness and be friendly to me in this house because I'm really fucked up at work. This is, this is gone. This is gone. That T-model Ford approach to life is gone. We don't go to exercise and health because we're stressed out at work. That's gone. We don't go to yoga, yoga after work or before work so that we can handle work. That's gone. We're yogaring at work. We sit posture correctly. We drink some water during the day. We move our body every hour. We do yoga during work so that we are in some form or another balanced during our working day. We don't come out of work and say, now I'm going to go to yoga and balance my bad posture for the whole day. We know this does not work. We know that a relationship that gets out of balance too much uh, 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 support in a relationship, oh, fluffy, fluffy, lovey, 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 like that, ends up in too much punch in the office, in work life, or in health. So we recognize the need for balance in relationship, and we don't load the donkey with too much. We recognize the need for balance of work. We don't load the donkey too much. We don't carry a cross. And this is where the suffering that the Buddhism talks about comes from 
in in the in in desire because it becomes one-eyed it becomes uh completely claustrophobic it compartmentalizes misbehavior in one area of life and throws the load on another area of life to compensate okay uh there is another half to this podcast that i did on the beach it's quite a long one so i'm going to break this into two 20-minute podcasts uh because this is the second time today i've said all this it's like doing a keynote back to back i guess it, you could say i did a good rehearsal uh, that's the blessing of it, right? So uh, uh, I'll be back with part two after I have a cup of tea. This is Chris. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.